Hey guys, Drake with UWB here. Sorry it's been a long time since we've been able to get out an episode. There's been a lot going on, a lot of new updates, a lot of things that are taking place, both personally and professionally, so we've had a lot of things going on. Um, so this is just going to be a quick podcast for you guys. Uh, just a couple of life updates, a couple of business updates, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about terrorism, domestic terrorism, and the ATF. Um, just some real interesting topics. Not going to spend a whole lot of time on the podcast today because we're going to have a big episode for you guys tomorrow. Um, going to hit up a couple of different topics concerning the the, uh, the political campaign and a few things that are on the highlights right now uh, that really aren't being discussed or not being brought to the proper light. Uh, but I've been really compelled to speak about this. Um, this is about what the ATF has put out for an officer safety bulletin. <clears throat> so... Uh, what an officer safety bulletin is, it's a bulletin, it's like a, 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 sh a short synopsis, uh, a page of like a warning of things that are taking place. Um, you know, they've done it with, uh, with terrorism, they've done it with threats to people. Like let's say that somebody is on a um, murdering somebody or on a killing spree or a BOLO, which stands for be on the lookout. Um, they'll send out these bulletins with just a quick synopsis uh, and information about what it is that this person looks like or um, what it is that they've done, what they drive, uh, whether they're armed and dangerous, you know, really common thing. Um, so the ATF more recently has sent out an officer safety bulletin to a, a lot of departments. So if you guys aren't familiar with the ATF, uh, it's the Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearm Agency. Um, they, uh, they control all that. Um, so here, I'm just gonna read off the bulletin real quick just to let you guys know what it is that's going on. So the Boogaloo movement, and this is the Boogaloo's in quotations. ATF Baltimore, in conjunction with the Baltimore Police Department, has observed social media postings on private social networking sites associated with the Boogaloo movement. That mentioned violence against federal and local law enforcement officials. The Boogaloo movement consists of individuals that identify with extreme pro-Second Amendment rights, believe a second civil war is imminent, and frequently speak on using violence to overthrow the government. In alignment with their Second Amendment views, members of this movement are likely to possess multiple types of weapons. It has been observed that, the, that some individuals associated with this group may wear clothing that mirrors military-style apparel, which can also closely resemble that of law enforcement uniform. So I read that, got me a little heated. And it got me heated for the right reasons. Um, first, I'd like to speak on the Boogaloo movement to begin with. So uh, absolutely, I believe that as an American, we should always be prepared for civil war. It's our constitutional rights to be able to defend ourselves and our country against uh, uh, threats, both foreign and domestic. Um, and I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I believe that that's an essential right that Americans should always be ready for, but always should be something that we should do our best to hold back on. Because here's the thing. Here's facts about civil war. Civil war is violent. And the only people that die in civil war are our own countrymen. Um, and that's an absolute atrocity and it's something that should be in the Boogaloo movement's last mindset. Now, we are UWB, United We Boog. So, uh, whenever we first started out with this company, um, we really weren't sure what the direction was going to be. We weren't really sure what it is that we were doing. We liked UWB, United We Boog, because we were seeing these pages that were pro-constitution and uh, having a really good movement, really enjoyed it. Um, and we wanted to bring everybody together. Now what we're seeing is, what we're seeing is, is a lot of threats towards law enforcement. Here's the thing, you guys know my stance on law enforcement. 
Um, I myself am law enforcement. I've mentioned it in the podcast before. I'm not a huge fan of law enforcement, both civilian uh, and federal law enforcement. You know, just not a big fan of them at all. Um, now, that being said, I do think that the Boogaloo movement has a tendency for violence. And so what I've always tried to uphold is a level head to ensure that we get the appropriate message across. And what I've been seeing is, is with this Boogaloo movement, sure, it's meme pages and it's just people trying to be funny. And that's great. But we also do have to be cognizant that this is also a very real deal, is that you have to understand that uh, from the federal government or the local law enforcement standpoint of it, whenever you begin to threaten law enforcement officers, especially the ones who are law-abiding uh, citizens, who are law-abiding law enforcement officials, um, you know, it is a big deal. So um, we're trying to make sure that we tread the water carefully because we never want to portray a message of violence towards law enforcement. And that's why we came up with the name United We Boog, because we want everybody from uh, military to law enforcement to civilians to people who drive trucks to people who work at grocery stores to everybody to be able to tune into a podcast that gives you uh, moral and ethical information. Um, something that you're not seeing in the media that's able to bring a new light to it, and that's really important to us. And we want to make sure that we're giving you the appropriate message. So we're actually contemplating on a name change. We're contemplating on a name change because we believe that the Boogaloo movement, although is a good movement, we're seeing a lot of uh, alt-right mentality in it. And I completely disagree with alt-right mentality. I disagree with alt-left mentality. I've said it multiple times. That being said, I do not disagree with violence towards tyranny. Absolutely do not disagree with it. However, I do believe that we have to tread carefully as a whole to make sure that we're not putting threats out there to law enforcement officials who are just doing their job and first off, or secondly, not violating the Constitution because a lot of these guys aren't. A lot of these guys, they wake up in the morning and they do their thing and they go home and it's that simple. Um, there's just a couple of assholes. Well, I wouldn't even say a couple. I, I would say a good four out of ten to five out of ten cops are generally not good cops. They probably shouldn't be in the career field. They had no other avenues in life and lack of education and no career goals has put them in the position that they're in and they just took a job uh, that is going to give them a consistent paycheck. And that's what I tend to hear. That's what I tend to see. That's what I've seen myself. I've seen people who shouldn't be cops. I've seen people who should be cops, who are excellent cops. I've seen people who are awful cops. Um, so we're contemplating a name change and we're, we're uh, jumping around to a couple of different ideas. We're trying to keep up with the logo, maybe trying to keep with the UWB title because it's a really good, really good message. Um, but we're just, we're trying to disassociate ourselves with the boogaloo from the right wing, hard right, uh, violence towards government mentality. Because here's the thing, if you, if you guys follow our Facebook page, you'll see that I shared a, uh, a post about qualified immunity and absolute immunity, where I was talking about law enforcement officials having immunity towards certain actions as long as they were operating in official capacity, and also government officials where they have immunity even if they violate your constitutional rights. Um, and I, we got a good bit of shares on there so far. We've impacted over 3,000 people with that post, which is a really big deal. Um, and it notifies me anytime one's getting shared. And so I click on the shares because I try to keep track of those who are sharing our stuff. I try to send them invites to our page um, so they can tune into the podcast, stay informed, get good information, and we can all just have talks. Um, and I've noticed a little trend, and I don't like it. I've noticed uh, especially one person in particular. Now, I'm not going to go naming off names, but he was like 
Blue Lives Murder, uh, the uh, Fuck the Government. Look, I said it from the beginning. If you're going to do something, you have to be able to tread the waters carefully because if you're not, then you're going to end up getting attacked. And see, the problem with the alt-right is, is their immediate uh, process of violence. They just jump straight to violence because, unfortunately, the right tends to be more un uneducated than the left. The left tends to be more educated. Now, what we're seeing also is there's a pretty big amount of violence from Antifa on the left, and there's also a pretty big amount of violence uh, from the right. What UWB's mission is, is to tread straight down the middle. Because here's the thing, the common people don't want violence. The people who we're trying to attract aren't people who hate law enforcement. They may not support them, they may support them, but they just go into it with a level head. Because here's the thing, even though I'm not the biggest supporter of law enforcement, I'll invite any law enforcement professional to come in here, sit down, have a discussion, to debate, to talk about ideas, to talk about issues, and we're going to have dif different opinions. But that's the point of the podcast. And the reason why we're thinking about moving away from a Boogaloo title is because the Boogaloo tends to be associated with the right. But the thing is, is that whenever you're just associated with one political party, it does not allow you to be able to attract the other because people have this mindset that they are a white, uh, a right wing, uh, alt right mentality, and they're not going to accept the left. And that's never been in our prerogative. That's not been in any of our goals to bring people in. Um, uh, or to, excuse me, to exclude people from coming in just because they're not part of a ideology that we agree with. So that being said, I just wanted to speak on that. I felt like it was really important. Um, I absolutely agree with the Boogaloo, but I do absolutely agree that it needs to be moderated and people need to be careful what they're saying. Even though we live in a country of free speech, if you go around threatening people's lives and they're naturally going to be upset about that, naturally that's going to take place. Now, I don't like the ATF. I think that ATF should be abolished. I don't think it should be an agency. I believe that they're an unconstitutional agency. But I understand the underlying message. I understand where they're coming from to a certain degree. Um, I do believe that every American should be made aware that, that civil war could be something if tyranny is taking place. But we also need to come to common ground, have a discussion. We need to learn, we need to educate, and we need to unite. Because if we don't unite, then we're going to fail. And that is not the goal here, is to fail. We want to bring people together. So that being said, I actually wanted to talk to you guys um, on terrorism and domestic terrorism. So uh, I believe that terrorism and domestic terrorism is a really slippery slope. I've always, Since I was a little kid, I've always disagreed with the title of terrorism being something to change uh, political ideologies, to change uh, policies through political violence. Um, I've always disagreed with that title, and majority of people don't even associate that with terrorism. They just associate acts of violence with terrorism, and that's you know pretty common. Um, but at what point does domestic terrorism, or what what point does terrorism bleed into domestic terrorism, bleed into patriotism? And I believe that Americans are so accustomed to violence towards po uh, politics or politicians or making violence um, uh, something for change of policies or political views that one day patriots are going to have to um, become violent. That is something that's just going to happen. History's told us that. America's going to go through it again. We've already went through one civil war. We're going to go through another. If we continue to be this country that we are, we're going to go through another civil war. History shows us this. The Roman Empire, the dynasties, all of it shows us this. You just have to pay attention to history. And where I have a problem with is at what point 
is the media going to appropriate display appropriately display acts of patriotism instead of portraying them as acts of domestic terrorism? So by that I'm saying, let's say a civil war were to kick off. Now, majority of Americans are just clueless. They just turn on the news and they just get this message from uh, these massive media outlets that want you to view something their way. One saying one story, one saying the other story. One of them is lying, and that's very clear. One of them is always lying. Now, it could be Fox, could be CNN, and I'm mainly going to stick with Fox or CNN. One is consistently lying. And um, at what point is the media going to say that an individual who is uh, being patriotic who does realize that there is an act of violence or a portrayal of, of uh, constitutional rights being taken away and they decide to act on that in a violent way, are they going to be, be portrayed as domestic terrorists? Because here's the thing, people don't want to be portrayed as terrorists. We've been at war with terrorism for the last 20 years, well, longer than that. Um, but we've been at war uh, for the last 20 years in, in the Middle East and we associate terrorism with acts of violence. At what point is a patriot going to stand up, do something violent that is necessary to uphold the Constitution, and then be betray portrayed by the media as a domestic terrorist, where they're going to manipulate the situation and the scenario to say that this person is a terrorist? Because here's the thing, the media does gain uh, a lot of revenue through keeping us divided and giving us a message that isn't exactly clear. So if they have an opportunity to portray a patriot as a terrorist, then they're going to do that. Um, and I just feel like that's pretty self-evident. Um, that they, they don't want unification of the American people, then that's not something that they really want to buy into. Now, I am going to be talking on this a little bit more. Uh, I'll be talking on it tomorrow. I just want to leave you guys some food for thought. I really wanted to speak on the ATF situation because it's really been bugging me. The ATF annoys me and it pisses me off. However, I do understand their, their point uh, because there is an underlying point of it. You can't just go around threatening people, especially law-abiding citizens, and you got to understand that there are a good bit of really hard-working law enforcement officials, um, and I really respect those guys. There's some I don't respect. Um, my family seen me not like law enforcement. My family seen me love law enforcement. It just depends on who it is that I'm dealing with and what the situation is. Um, so I understand where the ATF is coming from. You can't go around saying that you're going to kill ATF agents. You can't. It's inappropriate. And I don't believe that we're at a point in American society to be making statements like that. And that's where I'm afraid with us being UWB, a boog, boogaloo group, that the alt-right is going to become attached with our name. And here's the thing. I don't want any part with the alt-right. I said it from, uh, I believe, podcast one. Fuck the alt-left. Fuck the alt-right. I don't want any of those people here. Those aren't the people that I'm trying to attract. I'm trying to attract the middle ground people who I can bring in here and have a discussion with. The people who are more left-wing, the people who are more right-wing, the people who are right in between. Bring them in here, let's have a discussion, and let's unite. So yeah, that's just a couple of topics on the table, so just a little bit of food for thought, and uh, wanted to talk on the uh, terrorism and domestic terrorism and the patriotism, uh, so uh, just to think about, uh, we'll talk on it more tomorrow. At what point is patriotism, to stand up against tyranny, going to be portrayed as domestic terrorism because we associate acts of violence with terrorism? Think about that. At what point is patriotism, in order to stop tyranny, going to be portrayed as domestic terrorism because it uses acts of violence, which is portrayed as terrorism? Are we ever going to have true patriots that are going to be portrayed the right way? 
Because at some point, we are going to have to use violence. At some point, the American people will have to use violence. Now, I'm not saying it's imminent. I actually don't believe that we're imminent to a civil war. Um, I've really disagreed with that. But I do believe that it's something that should be discussed because it's something that I believe is on the horizon for the next several generations that could take place. But I do believe that we're several decades out from that. But yeah, just some food for thought for you guys. You guys feel free to message me. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on uh, Instagram. Go to our page. If you disagree with it, let me know. I love communication. Get a hold of me. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Also, a little bit of a life update. So the reason why we haven't been able to get out of podcast in the last two weeks is I was actually sick for a week and a half. Um, I got diagnosed with an intestinal infection, and I was unfortunately I was vomiting, so I couldn't come in. And I didn't want to give you guys a, uh, a, a pr- really a piece of shit podcast. You guys deserve better than that. I wanted to come in here and give you guys the best I could for the time that I had. And it just wasn't appropriate for me to come in here and bullshit our listeners um, and the people who support us and even the people who don't support us. You know, I want them to get good information as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, just been really busy. Um, so yeah, I just want to give you guys that update, give you guys a little bit of food for thought and uh, stay motivated, guys. Stay positive. Really appreciative that you guys tuned in. Uh, we're going to have a big podcast tomorrow. We're going to have Barrow in here. We're going to sit down and have a discussion, talk about a couple of things and a couple of company updates. Uh, but I don't want to make too many announcements. Uh, we're just thinking about changing things. We want to attract people, and that's the goal is to unite. And we've said that from the beginning. And uh, we love America, and we love our people. And we can't, get, we can't educate if people aren't uniting. Um, and that's the main goal here. Anyways, guys. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon if you choose to donate. If not, cool. We don't care. We're just happy that you're in here tuning in, listening. We've impacted over a 1,000 people with our podcast, and that is a blessing. Um, stay safe, guys. Uh, also, keep your guns on you. Make sure you guys clean them. That's something I tend to see is people aren't cleaning their fucking guns, and that irritates me. Clean your weapons, all right? You can have the most Gucci setup that you got. You can have a $2,000 Daniel defense, but if you're not cleaning it and then you go to fire it, you're going to have a malfunction. Just one of my little things that pisses me off. So make sure you clean your guns, stay safe, stay armed, educate, unite, and defend. Have a good night, guys.